it's always got to be come back to something that's absolutely a representation of life itself and the the life that you are because what we assume is that we have a life hello and welcome to the uk surf show we are your hosts i'm pete and i'm leighton on this episode we speak to liam and will from the mindful surfer podcast yeah so we went down to sidmouth one Lovely. It was a lovely evening, wasn't it? Was a beautiful it? evening. Beautiful evening. Sidmouth is beautiful as well. So, yeah, and uh, spoke to uh, Liam and Will from the Mindful Surfer podcast. And basically, on this three-part series that we're doing, Mind, Body and Fuel, this is the first one, Mind, Mindfulness. And mindfulness is a big thing at the moment now. It's Yeah, it was it's, cool speaking to those guys because um, we listened to their podcast as well. Yeah. It was very apt setting. We were sat on the beach... With the sea just lapping up the shore, it felt really calm. Yeah. Speaking to those guys was really nice. Yeah, enjoyed. Really nice guys and really, yeah, go and listen. If you haven't listened to their podcast, go and give it a listen as well. Really nice guys. A lot of banter, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just all around good. A lot of, I had a lot of questions about mindfulness before we went into it. I've still got a lot of questions about mindfulness because it's something that, I don't know, I see it as along the same lines of Zen Buddhism, sort of. Mm. I see a lot, I've looked at a lot of Zen Buddhism stuff and like a lot of philosophy stuff, like sort of like Alan Watts and people like that. And That was one of the guys that I wanted to talk to him about and I completely forgot until we got back in the van, Alan Watts. Yeah, well, so. they can tell us what they think about it on their show, Alan Watts. Yes. If you haven't listened to him, check it out. There's, there's a brilliant one. It's a short one with music called The Real You. That's on YouTube. Yeah. I'll stick it on our website as well, that one actually yeah. as well, because I listen to that all the time. Really good guy. But yeah, I see a lot of um, lot of similarities between sort of Zen Buddhism and mindfulness. And I was chatting to my wife beforehand and I was saying like, oh, I, I might ask this question and this question. She goes, yeah, but they're not questions. They're like statements. <laughs> and it's quite difficult to ask questions about mindfulness. And I think it's one of those things where you could easily go and expect someone to be like, so you teach mindfulness, make me mindful. <laughs> yeah, make me happy. Yeah, make they, me, their um, responses were very honest and stuff. So yeah. they didn't say this makes you happy. If you notice, they said happier. Yes. Which is good. Yeah, I thought. definitely. And it's not, it's not something you can listen, you won't listen to this and go, all right, now I'm mindful. Yeah, now I know how to be mindful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all about the journey and all about the, the things that happen on the way. Yeah, so being human. Yeah. Before we go into this, we've got a couple of new codes for you as well we've got the north core discount code has changed now and that is surf show and that will get you 15 percent off anything you order at north core also we have a, another discount code and that's for the log fin company so that's logfinco.co.uk and if you type in the uk surf show 10 our listeners will get 10 percent off anything you order yeah and that's they, they've got some nice fins. I know, I've had a look. <laughs> oh, they are beautiful, yeah. some of the fins on there. Gotta be skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of fins though. Yeah. How many boards you got? One. How many fins you got? 50. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, on to this episode and uh, here we go. Right, we're sat here on the beach in Sidmouth and it's a lovely June evening. And we are with... I'm Liam. And Will. And they are from the Mindful Surfer podcast. Yeah, it's about time we met up, isn't it, guys? 
Yeah, we've been sort of chatting for a while, haven't we, on, yeah. that, on that old Instagram? Yeah, on that old <laughs> Instagram there, yeah. So if we get into it, first of all, how, how long have you two known each other? Well, it's weird, isn't it? We've known yeah. each other a long time, but not very well. For yeah. Well, I suppose well for the last three and a half years or something like that. Yeah. But my wife used to babysit Will. She did. Because <laughs> we are an age apart. You know, obviously you can't tell because of my skincare r- routine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> do look very youthful. But they're you do, actually. Yeah. Looking lovely. Family sort of friends. So I've always seen Will around at sort of various functions, like the odd wedding here and there. I and mean, we talked about surfing. Yeah. But it's only when Will kind of gave me a insight that you could surf in Sidmouth that I we we start I started looking at moving back here because my wife was born and right. right in the town, and we looked at all those sort of usual spots, you know, yeah, yeah. North Devon, Cornwall. Got some mates down there, and uh, Will persuaded me that there was a wave here, and um, so you moved more, here for Will. My style, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he moved here for me. Yeah, that's powerful. He, he, he was that's the, influence, mate. He, he, was, he was the surf influence. <laughs> uh, obviously, I moved here for love and uh, the well-being of my children. Yes, of um, course. <laughs> but no, the, the, the surfing was definite bonus. Yeah. Well, it is beautiful here. It feels really relaxed. That's for sure. It's I think I might get distracted and start. Just relax it a bit yeah. and forget to speak. It's <laughs> yeah. so stunning. So uh, how long have you both been surfing? I've been surfing now f- since I was 22, after I stopped playing rugby. About three and years now. Dude, you're a charmer, <laughs> aren't you? You yeah. get us on your show, you say nice <laughs> things. That's very nice. All right, I'll take that. You don't want to, you want to see me surf, dude. You, you won't be saying nice things then. Keep your clothes on, William. Um, I'll keep my clothes on. I'll try. I'll try my best. Um, but yeah, so then I guess 14 years, roughly now, 15 years. And so um, all, all my family surfs. So my eldest brother was a professional windsurfer. Yeah. And moved to Hawaii. He's been there for 30 years. Uh, my next brother down is an avid surfer as well. And the next brother down again has also moved to Hawaii. So it's in the family. Um, and they were just nudging me to do it for years. And I just was obsessed with rugby. I was just absolutely wanted to be a professional rugby player. Got to a good level. And, um, you know, injuries came in as they do with rugby players. And it's a challenge. And um, I... I had a little taste of surfing like we all do mm, and yeah. then you get that one wave and it's yeah, just yeah. as we all know everyone sat here you know anyone listening to this show into surfing you get one wave it could be laying prone it could be standing up it doesn't matter what it is but I had one wave uh, in my pre-season actually because I was going back to Exeter that year um, and I got a wave down in Senan uh, yeah. on Land's End which a lot of people know Yeah, and oh, I, I, I just standing on a wave uh, with it gliding so on the green face was 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 the best thing I'd ever experienced. So I, once that locked in, I was just like, right, fuck rugby. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can swear on this show, by the yeah, way. Sorry, fine, I, sorry. Fine, I, I, I got a real potty mouth, as Liam knows. Um, it's totally fine. That's that's like. cool. But um, yeah, once that locked in, that was it. And then ever since then, I've just yeah, I've been totally hooked, addicted. Yeah. Um, and. You know, uh, if you surf with me, you'd you'd probably find me the noisiest human being you've ever surfed with (laughs) um, and and find me highly irritating. But for some reason, Liam puts up with me. So that's how we roll, isn't it? Well, I surf, weirdly, I surf for longer bits. It's an interesting sort of journey, isn't it, to use the X Factor and (laughs) reality TV analogy. Sorry to drop some sad music I want some tinkly music. (laughs) (laughs) So... 
I, 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 I was a swimmer, really, as a, as a kid, but I lived inland. Yeah. We spent a lot of time by the coast. There's sort of seawater in my veins. Both my grandfathers are in the Navy, and, and my mum's family are from the northwest coast of Ireland, and, you know, there's a rich heritage of sort of sea in there. But we, we lived inland, and, and, I, and I swam quite, quite well. And it wasn't until I went and lived in Australia for a year that I really sort of saw surfing in its sort of, dare I say, natural habitat. Upset some people. <laughs> I'll upset some people and please others saying that. And I came back after the year and um, started surfing in North Devon. You know, nice. And kind of progressed nicely in my sort of early 20s. And then in my head, I was always surfing. But, you know, work gets in the way. Yeah. Moved uh, for work to London. I uh, said to everybody that I was a surfer, but actually I, I wasn't, and I yeah. wasn't surfing very well. <laughs> and I kind of got some, you know, good trips in and yeah. surfed North Devon and Cornwall uh, as well here in the UK. And, and up in my home county of Yorkshire, I would go up to, to Scarborough and, and um, the sort of northeast coast, all the way up to Bamber, actually, in Northumberland. But I wasn't really surfing. I had no coaching. Yeah, It was of a generation where you couldn't find things on youtube to tell you how to cut yeah. back or yeah. whatever we're part of that generation yeah, unfortunately and it, exactly <laughs> and and it was a really weird one and and then started started surfing with will thinking you know hey you know i've been surfing for 20 years and i sort of know what i'm doing and then you very quickly realize when you surf with people who can surf very well that you you, you you're, you're not and you don't and you can't <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and so it was a real kind of moment of ah actually you know i unpack the old ego and sort of have a look at what you're actually doing and the rest has been the last three years i'd say i've been surfing really yeah, yeah have, in, in yeah. that sort of period of time yeah. and before that it was a kind of beginning <laughs> the yeah. beginnings well it's funny actually something you said a minute ago yeah. and i've not spoken to anybody that has said said anything different which is that moment you catch your first wave yeah i don't know anybody that's gone yeah i've tried surfing it's fucking shit i don't yeah. like it <laughs> everyone that surfed and yeah. caught a wave has gone I've tried to fuck <laughs> it now. Yeah, yeah. That, that feeling you yeah. get. And I think that's... I mean, I know we get people listen that don't actually surf as yeah. well. And to try and describe that feeling that you get, that... The best description we had was Gregory Harrison. Right. He, I can't remember what he actually said, but I can remember being impressed. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. We'll have to go back and listen to yeah. it. But, um, what he said about it was just beautiful. And so, like, surfing is just change the trajectory of your whole life then from rugby to to Sidmouth now and Com- do completely and you, and you, it's honestly every single decision I make has the totem pole at the top yeah how's it going to affect the surf yeah it's, it's <laughs> down to the car it's, you buy it's and, uh, ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous down to the car I buy to the one I'm even driving right now because because it's such a shit car <laughs> the decision for that is I can be in the sea quicker because I haven't got a locket. <laughs> so even that kind of process Three is going seconds. on. Do you see what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like the shitter car you buy, like no one's going to go in there and nick shit or nick it. In, you know, so I can be in the ocean five minutes quicker. I'm going to deal with the key and the key lock and stick under the car. Just and leave it that. in the engine. Just running. leave yeah. it. Leave it in the engine. Please, leg it straight in. Please take. But, don't even let, you don't even let the car stop. Yeah. Just <laughs> leave it running. Just yeah. there you go. But, but no, it is. It, it's like every single decision made is, is around that. And, and, and that's great to, I think, to have that kind of focus I- in your life where, you know, it gives you so much motivation yeah. Yeah. to uh, make healthy decisions, 
uh, good decisions around relationships and, and lifestyle balance and um, taking care yeah. of your mind. Because the, the better you take care of yourself, as Liam would, uh, would agree, the, the, the better you serve. Do you know what I mean? It, you, you've had that, haven't you? Well, it's the best drug in the world, isn't it? Yeah. For those that have tried it. And, uh, and exactly like you say, Pete, you, know, you go into it and go, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I never want to stop this feeling. Yeah. And, and, and actually that feeling never goes away. You know, whatever, whatever you're riding, that's what we always say, you know, whether you are literally in the surf school riding the whitewater or you're Kelly Slater with your own wave in your backyard, yeah. you, you, you know, that, that kind of, that sort of a feeling of riding just raw energy, you know, yeah. that's just yeah. produced for our, essentially our pleasure when we're surfing. It's just sort of dreamy yeah. and mystical and s- spiritual and all of the cliches that you want to throw at it. And, um, and that's why... You know, I, I, I can't put it down. Yeah. It's incredible. That's, that's a bloody good description so as that's well. That's a very good description. <laughs> so that's yeah. led you to, to start the podcast and try to describe that feeling and talk about mindful side of it then. So, so how, how did that come about then, the podcast, well, your podcast? I mean, Will can elaborate on this, but essentially we were driving to various spots around mostly the southwest of the UK uh, from, the, from here. And we were having these sort of chats that ranged... Uh, everything f- from sort of I don't know astral travel to <laughs> kind of uh, nutrition you know it was that broad yeah and I think you meet people in your life that uh, have an open mind and an open heart and are able to without prejudice pretty much cover the whole range of world topics <laughs> that you want to without coming from any particular standpoint that's mm-hmm. so entrenched that you end up sort of having a debate rather than a discussion. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I found in Will, really. And we, we just sort of were, you know, having a bit of a bromance on that front, weren't we? <laughs> we dude, full bromance. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a great frame when you're two. It's a shame <laughs> I'm not gay. Um, and, uh, well, I, the, I, rig, the rig is no. better, actually, because you, you've, you've got a cheeky chest vein yeah. that's <laughs> popping out from extra press-up work you're doing, and you're leaning out a little bit as well. So it's testing out my, my spectrum there. But... Um, no, it is. It's, it's it's one of these ones where just just great conversation. And the thing is, is that you sort of um, it's those conversations that really lead you to uh, a growth in, in in the things that you love because you you discover things about yourself when you're saying stuff to yeah. someone that's listening with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know you know you, you know you didn't know it, you had it in you when you were saying it until someone listened with enough intent that actually yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's a bit yeah, like when, when you, you verbalise it, yeah. it comes out of your own brain. Exactly, it almost makes more sense. Exactly, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And the way you guys are listening now allows me to sort of yeah. just say what's coming out. And when we were in the in in the car a lot, uh, driving to different waves, we're just having these conversations and lots and lots of insights around surfing coming out, around ego, um, around how your how your body interrelates mm-hmm. to the sport, how 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 nutrition plays a role, and how there's the whole family element of balancing time management yeah, and all that yeah. challenge and it's all the beautiful challenges it's like a it is you know the van I mean you boys I'm sure have had this mm-hmm. but being in the van together on surf trips is therapy you yeah, know you're just absolutely. chatting about life yeah. going through all these things it's, and then it's the, part of the fun of surfing is, isn't it yeah. yeah totally and again there's a lot of like cheesy you know because we're quite cynical Brits aren't we and we oh, look yeah. at things and you know, you know I, I loved taking the piss out of certain things as much as the other and certainly my younger self would have <laughs> looked at some of our mindful stuff and gone, what? what's he talking about, you know? <laughs> um, but I think there's something, and this is why maybe surf resonates with people who don't surf, 
because the metaphors and the lines and the parallels you can draw from talking about surfing and the like you know this let's call it the spiritual dimension you know jerry lopez said didn't he that surfing gives you that back door into meditation and mindfulness it's, yeah. it, it, it sort of garnishes you with a cheat code so it's yeah. like saying here's the best cheat code for mindfulness that you could probably ever get and it's surfing yeah. or being in the ocean mm. and so when you start to explore that kind of concept as surf you suddenly go holy shit actually we, we could just be talking about life here yeah this is four letter word as well you know it's where does surf stop and life begin and actually if we could take some of our lessons from the ocean across all aspects of it and bring it out onto the what some people would see as the real world you know land then god we'd be in a better place i reckon so is that the the aim of the podcast is to kind of do that so you can listen to the podcast even if you're not a surfer and it will relate to just normal life not surfing life and 100 percent, because we've all got a human mind and these things called thoughts Mm mm-hmm so as soon as you've got that, you, you, you know, the parallels go right across the board and they go into surfing, into life. So 100%. And, you know, the thing that makes what, what we do, I, I find so enjoyable, <clears throat> is you're talking about really what it's like to surf. Not like how it seems. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's all fun and games and look, that looks wonderful. Isn't that great? The turquoise water and the, you know, the board and the, and the lifestyle and the, and the sunshine and whatever else. But <clears throat> we all know that actually the, the, the path to joy is, is not paved with rose petals the no. whole way along <laughs> no. at all. Yeah. And you suddenly find yourself in this great sport, you're having a great time, and certainly when you're in the beginnings of it, you're not aware of all the, 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 the basically the shit that can yep. start coming up. And, you know, crowds, yep. um, your own ego, how, how, you, how you're surfing in front of others, competitive mm-hmm. lineups, you know, bigger waves. Um, waves where it's shallower with, with reefs or you know trying to transition onto different boards or whether it's like family yeah. lifestyle stuff yeah. where, where, where people at home are wondering where you are because you've been out for so long <laughs> yeah. or you know it, 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 suddenly you've you got all that to do with it. and this is what I love about surfing because it's a, you know it's a, it's a mirror reflection mm-hmm. how you're finding the sport is a mirror reflection of where you're at right, yep. in your mind and so what we talk about the mindful surfer is this this, this guy or girl who, who can be in the ocean have an experience where, where they may be, they're losing their mindful awareness, they're losing their focus because let's say someone's you know, shouting at them in the water or mm-hmm. it's got a little bit crowded or um, the waves are going a bit weak and a bit messy and a bit not very good or whatever it might be, that when you lose a bit of that joy and a bit of that focus mm-hmm. and suddenly your mind's elsewhere, it's the ability whilst in the ocean to have skill sets that can bring you back. Yep. The breathing, the being aware of your mind being aware of the ocean and going, whoa, wait a second, I'm getting super frustrated here because of this little crowd that I'm in that's all basically nicking waves of me, everyone's snaking each other, and I'm in this situation here, and now I've spotted that I am the one. Mm. I am, it's not the situation that's mm. the issue. I am now the issue because yeah. I am interpreting this as frustrating without actually having the wherewithal to go, why don't I just paddle down the fucking beach? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So and those those are skills like, those skills you can take out of the ocean and yeah, into your own life and hundred exactly, percent. That's what exactly. I was going to say. How do you how do you then take those skills from that that peacefulness you feel that yeah. that moment everyone's looking for? I think there's there's a, there's a Zen podcast I was listening to, and it's something like there's no such thing as the past or present because they can only be remembered or imagined. The only true moment is that moment you're living in yeah. now. And that, when you're surfing, that feeling of like yeah. that true moment you're in, 
everybody, I think every surfer wants to be able to take that and bring yeah. it into their normal life. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's that feeling of flow, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. That yeah. feeling so, of flow. And what what would the tips be that you'd give someone? It's really it's it's really difficult to explain, isn't it? it you, you know the question. Uh, the question I'm trying to get to is yeah. how would you bring that feeling into your normal life and relate that to mindfulness? Yeah. How do you keep that stoke level on dry land? Isn't yes. It? Yeah. You, you, I, I think I'd have to start by saying we are still working at that out, and we're still working on that mm-hmm. because we're human beings, as well. Yeah. You know, and and that in a way is the essence of this kind of mindful surfer thing that we're talking about is we always wanted it to be mindfulness with a smile on its face yes. mm-hmm. and not like as some guy actually put on a review it's not all like tree hugging and scented candles so you know it's, <laughs> it's like it's grounded in reality yeah. Yeah. and there's absolutely there's people go oh so bloody wankers talking about mindfulness and surfing <laughs> again but it's, it, it's exactly that to be fair it's, it's like how, how did how do we and this is an ongoing chat that we have on the podcast is how do we take those lessons if you like yeah not feeling good enough you know you know there is that whole thing now about imposter syndrome you know am i good enough to be in this line mm. all of that stuff yeah. that the thoughts that in the in the kind of surfing that's grounded entirely in ego is present all the time how do you in learning to drop that in the ocean bring that into your normal life and yeah. one of the things we started with on that premise was this idea of like surf like no one's watching Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the same way, you know, you dance like no one's watching. And the, the starting point for that is trying to care less what other people think. Yeah. Do you find that more difficult now? You're running a podcast and talking about I, surfing. I I find it more difficult. I, I mean, I, on, I, it's a real challenge for me because I've like you know tried to run and build a business, and you kind of wear a hat as this people of a vision of you that <laughs> they think you are. And it's the first time I've been out chattering about stuff that they would not almost alongside my name do you yeah. know what I mean and and so in a way I, I had to walk that talk a little bit by saying to Will yeah that sounds like a great idea let's do a podcast you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing with me is people have known I'm a wacky fucker yeah. for so long yeah. now <laughs> yeah. that they don't even no, ask me what I'm to up to they just, or say or just you know they, but they don't even look at me oh there he is oh Jesus <laughs> don't even look he's coming oh, so you're known around Sidmouth for that <laughs> yeah. oh yeah I wonder oh, why yeah. we've yeah. Yeah. Like, moved away Liam, when we got on the beach Liam not yeah. you as well <laughs> not, not Liam too not Liam too but no it, it is that thing you sort of think how can you take it onto land I think the thing is it's the breath mm-hmm yeah. It's always got to be come back to something um, that's absolutely a representation of life itself and the, the life that you are. Because what we mm. assume is that we have a life. Mm. So we say, you know, my life is when I go to work there and I have this here and my life is in the house there when I do the washing up or whatever else. But the truth is, those are mental constructs. Those are ideas in our head. Mm. So what's real is that you actually, you are life. There's a liveness in you. It's your being. That's why we're called human beings. And listen, I'm the first to admit that I do not bring that stoke from the ocean onto land all day long. It's, it, yeah. it's an absolute fallacy. If you actually had a cam on me, a Will cam or a Liam cam, <laughs> you'd be like, oh shit. I thought he was a mindfulness yeah. guy. <laughs> this guy's a dick. You, you, you are... You are you know your your levels are pretty high, dude. You 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 practice what you're pre- I do, you preach. I do quite a lot. I, I do, and I do meditate uh, a lot, and I do my, a lot of mindfulness work. But the but the thing with it is, um, back to the, it comes back to the breath, like I'm yeah. like I'm mm. saying. And and whenever I've been teaching my, uh, meditation, it's it's trying to coach people 
the, the breath technique is, is a skill. And, and just like you're surfing, mm-hmm. uh, if you work at it, you can, you can get better. And then get, by getting better, there's a, there's a really impactful result, which is calm. Yeah. It's, that's what we all want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That calm, yeah. stoke, that feeling. Yeah. You know when you come out of the ocean, you yeah. have a great session. Yeah. And you just feel so calm. Yeah. It's that that we're looking for. So it's, it's being able to, 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 to breathe deeply in through the nose and breathe slowly out of the mouth. Now, in, in, in the abs- that is the absolute nutshell of mindfulness, mm-hmm. really. If, we, if we're adding layers to that to get a, 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 a sort of um, greater level of focus in our lives and, and, and mental clarity, it's to bring our mental focus to that breath. And that's then what we call meditation. Yeah. So if we can learn to... Uh, have some kind of meditation practice that's outside of the ocean that brings us flow, like we're talking about. Um, and whether that's yoga, or whether that's pure meditation, sitting down, or whether that's just yeah. mindful walking, you don't have. We've discussed this many time in the sh- times in the show. There doesn't have to be a like quote unquote meditation practice in order yeah. for you to become more mindful and take that stoke out of the ocean. But there needs to be. Overall, in order to f- take that stoke, there needs to be some kind of daily, how is my breathing right now? Yeah. Mm. yeah. If you want to ask one question that really sums it up, so you can kind of simplify, how is my breathing right now? Because yeah. I guarantee when I'm standing over the washing up and I've been surfing an hour before and that stoke has fucking disappeared like it's gone up some <laughs> rat pipe because I'm there with the kids screaming at me and I'm washing up. That I guarantee you, the reason why I'm stressed in that moment is I am not breathing yeah. consciously. Yeah. I yeah. that is I guarantee it. The moment anyone just just yeah through the yeah. nose yeah you're back yeah. Well, that that That's sort it. of answers a question that I was going to yeah. ask. It's like people who know nothing about mindfulness at all. Is it something on mindfulness meditation that's going to take a lot of time out of your day? Like you know, because I think a lot of people have this uh, perspective of mindfulness where. They think, oh, I've got to sit meditating all day long, and I've, yeah. you know, I've got, like you were saying, tree hugging, yeah. candle lighting, <laughs> yeah. whatever. But as you've just said, then just bringing it back to your breath is something what you're doing constantly anyway. Just focus yeah. on that for a minute, and yeah. that's going to take you into it again. It, it's amazing what it does, actually. Yeah. Do you think, as a surfer, that we're kind of lucky um, because you're in the best possible place to start mindfulness? Yeah. You know, you're. You're doing like a physical exertion, which is always feels good anyway. Yeah. Like you never feel bad afterwards. That's it. You're in nature, and you know, and also it's beautiful around yeah. you as well. Yeah. Do you think you know? Just just as surfers, we are lucky f- to start from a mindfulness journey yes. to because of that reason. I, I think so because, well, I mean, we are blessed. You know, you you have to sort of put your hand on your heart and look around. And if you're in nature of any kind, mm. it's calming. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's sort of exactly like I was saying earlier and I, and I hope it I think it was Jerry Lopez that said it you know it, it is it is the back door it is the it's the little hatch isn't it it's the mm-hmm. it's the secret at the behind the wardrobe into Narnia you know yep. you surfing allows you very quickly to accelerate your understanding of what as you were saying Pete that Zen philosophy yeah. is mm-hmm. you know that you don't worry about the past you're not concerned at all about the future you're grounded in the here and now and if you throw into that like breathing and appreciation and gratitude for all of that we've got then yet yeah, that's that's it right there yeah and you can get that flow in it as well yeah that's the thing isn't yes. it that flow when you're on that green like you were saying earlier on the face of the green wave yeah. there is nothing else like it the only other place i've ever experienced that because i i must admit i i can't just focus on yeah 
on one thing like surfing I can't just be a surfer yes. so I do a few other things I'm starting to get back into rock climbing and stuff but I hike the coast path quite yeah. a bit and the only other time I've experienced something as close to what I do when I'm surfing is when you're hiking alone yes and you've come up I can't remember the part of the coast path it was it was um, in between Westwood Ho actually and um, uh, what's the point the really harsh Heartland. point yeah, Heartland, Heartland Key. Mm. It's a really rugged part and yeah. a really remote part as well. And getting to the top of a particularly hard hike. You know you hear um, people when they see the Sistine Chapel for the first time, they cry. Yes. It was like that. Yeah. I'd never experienced anything like that yeah. before. And that was probably how I think of mindfulness. In that, in that moment, I was 100% present and yes. everything was in place. You know, physical exertion, the beauty of what I saw. Nobody else can get there unless you hike there. It doesn't matter how much money you got, you know. You've got to hike there. And it was all that that brought that feeling. And then as soon as that happens, I said, I'm, I'm a hiker. You know, I'll, I'll go backpacking for the rest of my yep. life. Or like with surfing, you know, you get that green wave and bang, that's it, you're hooked. Yep. So I wonder what goes on in your mind that, you know, that, that kind of like the, if, not that you should, but people take drugs and they get hooked. It's that, isn't it? It's the drug mm, it that your brain is formulating to make that connection with the sea or hiking or whatever. Yeah. So that that feeling, what I'm trying to say, that, that flow is what everybody's searching for then. Does that, do you think that's the essence of mindfulness is to find flow? You fool. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, that was a really good question. I was gone. I was just listening it's, to that. that yeah. was, it, it's, it's a really good question, but I think it's, it's one of these ones where flow experience, as it's discussed in psychological literature, is an absence of mind mm-hmm. and a total embodiment of presence in the body. Right. of the present moment mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a huge hike of dopamine. So that being what flow is, you, you, you then go, well, how do you reach it? Now, flow in the, in the experience of, that we get in terms of like, you know, mountain biking, surfing, hiking, swimming, whatever it is you do, is when, you, you, what research has shown is, is when you have um, a, a high enough challenge mm-hmm. involved and a high enough skill level to meet the challenge you then have to focus in so, uh, enough to, to execute that, that difficult skill. And in doing so, you basically lose yourself mm. into the moment. Mm. You're going like an autopilot. Completely. You, ha- you go yeah. into the different matrix, the different vortex, because your focus level has to be so high because the skill level involved is so, yeah. is so high. What, ha- what can happen is where you lose flow is when things get either a little underwhelming mm. or a little overwhelming. Now, that, can, that in surf is very easy to to look at in terms of size now for a lot of people a foot of surf mm-hmm. can start to become really underwhelming and you just start just going yeah it's all right and, the, and you're not in that flow mm. whereas for, for for someone else um they get above eight feet mm. and that again is overwhelming and they're like whoa i do not you know and that isn't flow either so it's flow is, is in surf um how we experience it how we get it takes a lot of um a lot of nuance, doesn't it? Well, there's we, a, we've talked about this. Yeah, and there's a good book actually. I think it's by a guy called Stephen Kotler, and he taught. He's he's a sort of climber and a, and a snowboarder and a, a surfer, and he he investigates flow from a, a, a kind of scientific mm-hmm. standpoint, and always has. I think. I think he, he's he's written some really interesting books about flow, but I read some of his last book, uh, and and he was talking a lot about 
flow and getting into that sort of autopilot state being accessed through a lot of other things before you get there and that's hard work grit determination mm. there is a lot of a bit like the buddhist thing there's a lot yeah. of struggle before you find your flow state mm -hmm. and it's almost in having gone through those periods of struggle where that could be you know paddling out surfing december waves that you know it's onshore it's howling you're getting battered it's painful there is suffering involved in that process <laughs> yeah. so nine percent of uk surfing if it was easy <laughs> basically but that's it if it was easy you wouldn't access that level that flow state yeah. because it, it would as will said be underwhelming so there has to be a, a and this is a, a unfortunate part of being human but it comes with acceptance it's almost as if there has to be a degree of struggle yeah and it's not it's not, it doesn't have to be painful, but sometimes it can be emotionally and physically painful. Mm -hmm. it's, we all, as surfers, we've all had emotional and physical pain, but to reach that almost that nirvana on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely. Do you think like a wave garden that would take that all that away then to a certain degree, wouldn't it? I think it removes the nature bit, doesn't it? But I don't yeah. think so in a way. Well, I th I think what wave gardens do yeah. psychologically to create flow, certainly for me, I can only talk from personal experience. Mm is that because you've got eyes on you, yeah. you've got a, a spectator sport. Yeah. You, are, you are the one being spectated. Yeah. There's 15 other guys watching you yeah. Yeah. either absolutely eat it well, you've or, been there, guys. or make yeah. it. And you guys, are, you, you, to the Bristol Wave? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, and when we were there, we was an absolutely freezing Way colder than the sea, isn't it? Way colder than the sea. It was two degrees. It was almost frozen or something. It was yeah. just so cold. And we went full expert, expert right. Yeah. And thankfully, I had the right board. I had a little bit of volume in mind. But I had a buddy of mine who's a really good surfer. And he was just getting absolutely eaten up. Now, he yeah. was not in the flow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at all. And it was getting in his head. And as we know as surfers, once you start getting in your head, mm. it can really disrupt your yeah, level absolutely. of focus and your body. This is what's amazing about the human human construct of mind-body is that once the mind starts really affecting the body, the body gets like weaker and it gets a bit unbalanced all because of the mind. Mm. It's amazing how the two affect each other. You know, if you if you think of your of your favourite sexual fantasy for long enough... Oh, my God. You're going to... Hey, hey. Well, you were doing quite well. Hang on. How What's long have we been... 33 minutes. What are you talking oh about? That's God. okay. We're all adults here. This is for over 16s. It's yeah. showing it. I haven't even said it. Is it is now. I haven't even talked about porn. Um, oh, my God. But, 18 but minutes. Hey, hey. I, that was, that was, what minute was that? But it's this thing where um, you were absolutely in the flow that day. And... Yeah, and I... I, I I, I, it's interesting with wave pools because I like to consider myself, you know, the barefoot hippie and I'm thinking, you know, it's all about nature and I, mm. don't get me wrong, that for me is a large part of why I love sea swimming, you know, a kayak, surf, anything that's in salt water I, and in, in the yeah. sort of natural environment, I, I absolutely love. And so I, I did have that sense of will wave pools have the same mm -hmm. kind of zen vibes, if you like. And to an extent, I think once you're riding that energy, yeah. you're sort of riding that energy mm. any, yeah. regardless. And the only thing that sort of, yeah, as Will said, is slightly lifts you out of the here and now is worrying about what other people are doing watching you yeah. as you sort of slam that um, hard um, floor at the way be, Particularly yeah. because of the podcast as well. Like, do you guys get recognized now when you go to places like The Wave or, you no. know, other base? Has anybody come up to you and go, 
You guys are just I, I, I got a saunter a fair bit. I got, but, I got but a smoothie in Newquay from the lovely you, Cook Newquay, and I can you, speak of them hi, very, in very high <laughs> regard because yeah. they're lovely smoothies. <laughs> and um, that's our one listener, I think, isn't it, Helen? And About the, that, the, yeah, she's she's a good listener. Yeah. She's she's been good for us. Yeah. We, without her, we, I think we'd be talking to each other when we do. I, I, we haven't. You've been recognised a few times, but, but you're only, a, but only by coincidence. I, I don't know if it's just you know in Saunton, it just seems to be. Yeah, it's, it's been a few times. Mm. But I think it's um, and it's actually it's funny because the, there was one guy we bumped into, a guy called Will. Uh, great name, <laughs> and <laughs> and he <laughs> he um was. We were chatting, and he he spoke about the sup thing. Mm-hmm. Now we've spoken a lot on our show about stand up paddle and and how if someone isn't a mindful stand up paddler, it can mm-hmm. be a, 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 a shit show. Absolute wave hog, central, dangerous. Yeah. You know, plowing into people and and mm-hmm. whatever. And um, and 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 we got chatting in the car park, and he did say he said, "You know, I'm a supper, don't you?" <laughs> I said, "Listen, mate, I ain't got anything against suppers at all. All." I want and all you want all we all want as surfers is just a mindful approach now mm. listen I'm the first to admit I can be a greedy little bastard oh, he's, a, he's a dropping king well. hey hey, this guy don't even stop me on this guy <laughs> he is so much worse than he was but it's he, as he gets better he gets oh, he's supposed to be mindful yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> he dropped in again you yeah. fucker um, and it's pure arrogance actually because normally I'm, I'm down the line and I'm like oh no I can just first I can surf around it I can surf but it's it's um, one of those ones where we chatted and it was this thing where he goes in the water way down the beach at Saunton mm-hmm. um, and as anyone who knows Saunton or any any, any long beach if you're going to stand a paddle a mindful thing to do is just to go okay just go down the beach mm, yeah um, but that just represents um, someone who's kind of aware yeah. of their ego, essentially. Because yeah. I think the only reason why someone would, would ever want to be around a crowd, kind of dominating a crowd, is so that other people can watch them do it yeah. well. And, it's not um, surfing for themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly, exactly. With, with but su- you guys get recognised more than us because you're celebrities now. We have a few times, yeah. actually. You, Saunton and Car Park, you must be... Yeah, Saunton and... Like free coffees and all In the toilet. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we got recognised a couple of times. But what it seems to do, you're like, oh, shit. They're gonna see us surfing now, aren't they? They yeah. just recognise, <laughs> yeah. and like the boards that we just had made, Pete's oh, board is just them. so yeah. unbelievably recognisable. Yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? What's the what is it? The it's uh, nine six. And Have you not seen? Yeah. I, I think they look amazing. Yeah, it's a nine six uh, uh, Cali cat. Yeah. So it's like and, a it's um, gloss black and red, but with whoa. a tint, with a swirl, resin swirl. I, li- I listened whoa. to that show you did with Dom, isn't it, from Origin? Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. You met him at the Wave, actually. You know the Aussie guy you were talking oh, that to? Guy? Yeah, that's the yeah, guy that Shane made that. Yeah. He's so a cool dude. So to today, obviously, this won't be relevant for yeah. people listening. The photo of him on the South Coast whoa. today, whoa. unbelievable photo. Yeah. Wow. I think Leighton's is on there as well. <laughs> dude, that's stunning. That is amazing. He is an wow. absolute master yeah. and That's such epic. a such a nice guy. Yeah, and we've had people. So I was in the water a couple of weeks ago, and somebody recognised the board. Yeah, and come and paddle up to me, and they know Dom, and they are now having the same yeah. type of board made as well, wow. which is just really nice, isn't it? And they were just saying like, out of all the boards I've had shaped throughout their life, Dom is the guy yes. that takes the time and asks the questions and makes sure it's right and it's not just churning out boards to make money. He's doing it to kind of well, since we made the board, 
why surfing's just been that much more well, fun, and I didn't mm. think that was possible. This, you know? two, two points here. So I listened to uh, or one of your shows or something you put out that says about a new board doesn't make you a better surfer, which, and then the second part of that, as you said earlier, about being in your own head. And yeah, I've we were talking this way on the way so down. I've, I've got a new board and thinking, oh, I've got this new board, I'm going to be fucking brilliant, here I go, I'm going I'm to be the kiddie now. And I took it out the first time I took it out, I didn't hardly catch anything, yeah. I was absolutely shocking. And I was with my mate Ollie, and he's a really good surfer, and I went, I just can't get on with this, you try it. He yeah. popped up bang, straight away, this is a bloody lovely board, this is. So that straight away, I'm in my head again, well, fuck it, it's me, yeah. isn't it? It's me, I'm completely yeah. shit. I, I'm running a podcast talking about surfing, I can't <laughs> fucking surf, uh, everyone's going to see me, and I'm in my head. The next time I went out, it was all right. And then the time after that, we went out, and I didn't catch a single wave, did I, I think, that time? No. And I was in my head completely, and yeah. I couldn't get out of it, and I was there thinking, that's it, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put it on eBay, I'm going to sell the board, I'm going to get rid of it, <laughs> I, I just can't deal with this. That like, And I really had to really have a word with myself to get out of my own head and just think, like I said to you before, just enjoy yourself, just forget about it. Don't worry about taking a GoPro with you. Don't worry about doing anything. Just go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, don't even post it on social media. Just yeah. go and, I just and went do it for and the surfed yeah. for what and you enjoy. You know, fucking brilliant. And the board was brilliant, and everything was brilliant. And then, like after that, it's got better and better and better. And the board itself is made because my old board was so big and so heavy, and it was just awful. And this board has made such a difference to even just the way it turns and the way it moves mm. and everything. And it's. But I had that thing, like, I got a new board and I thought, this is going to be it. And I just couldn't surf the thing at first. And so, it's so do you find that, that when you're in the sea, when there's, there's something going on in your life or, or whatever, and it's putting you in some kind of bad mood? We said it on the way down, didn't we? It can do one of two things. One, completely ruin your surf. And you think you can't surf at all and it's shit and you're ready to throw away your board. Yeah. Or it can completely make the day much better and change the whole thing around you come out feeling way better than what you did before yeah 100 percent. i mean i was i was going to make this point anyway because it's talked about at the beginning about surfing being a drug but you're right it can be a there is a cleansing element to water anyway isn't there i yeah, mean it's yeah. a sort of almost on a very base biological level water is cleansing and and yeah. uh, so you do wash away a lot of the troubles but i think from a wholesome perspective as well no matter how shit it's been it's a great way to go and exercise those whatever demons they are mm. i think it's important not to not use it as a crutch because I, I have certainly in the past and then you become obsessed with the only way i can fix this is by surfing mm. yeah but as a as a as a way of getting rid of the kind of fog and the fog of life it's a brilliant thing and it's certainly better than going into a pub for four hours definitely to go in the yeah. ocean for four hours you come out a better human if you go into a, a pub for four hours and that has similar you know at the beginning relaxing effects you exit that sort of arena yeah. not as good as you would have done if you'd have just gone and jumped in the ocean and yeah. uh, so i think it, it helps me just wash every, regardless of what's going on mm. and we said this at the beginning certainly the how we started talking about it it was one place where you i was free from the distractions of the world if you like yeah especially as technology doesn't follow you into the ocean mm. and that's a great thing yeah Definitely, yeah. And I think that might be what I find with hiking as well, actually, yeah. is, uh, you know, there's no signal out there. Yeah. And it's that forced cutoff, yeah. which you definitely need nowadays. Like, I'd, I'd hate to be a teenager nowadays, growing oh, up with Instagram and all this, because yeah. it's just relentless and never-ending. Yeah. And they haven't got the kind of, they don't know life without it, so yeah. they can't almost get away from it. Yeah. That. That, that's where so much of where 
I think this, there's, a, there's a discrepancy between how things appear in terms of the level of enjoyment someone's getting mm-hmm. versus how it actually feels. Because on average, I experience like a 7 or 8 out of 10 of, mm-hmm. of happiness enjoyment. Let's say 10 is absolute euphoria. Mm-hmm. You know, 9 is incredible joy. 8 is really good time. 7 is just fun and, you know, go down the scale of... of the, yeah. It's always around, no matter what, roughly 6, 7, 8. But those... Those 10 out of 10s, those 9 mm. out of 10 surfs, um, they're few and far between. Yeah. Even if you surf mm. all the time. Yeah. And yet social media doesn't present it like that and doesn't present people's lifestyles like that. No. It pre- presents their lifestyles and their surfing life as this absolute epitome of complete ecstasy. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. epic barrel, yeah. epic floater. But you don't see any of the falls. You don't see any of the traffic they had to, they had to go through to get there. You don't see any of the... The, the scuffles they may have had in the ocean. You don't see any of the niggles they might have been experienced. They might have a bad back. You don't, you don't know what's going on. So th- th- there's there's a, there's a there's an idealistic yeah. view of of the surf life, mm-hmm. and then there's a realistic one. Yep. And the realistic one is the mindful one because mm-hmm. it's the one that really happens. Mm-hmm. And it's to say that surfing, uh, if we expect it to do something for us, it is a very very heavy expectation to yeah. put on it. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we got to be really careful because. Yeah. If you go in feeling unhappy and expect surfing to make you happy, mm-hmm. I just don't think that's going to happen. No. Do you think? Because it's. Do you on. think mindfulness could do that as well? Then you think, well, I'm, I'm actively trying to be more mindful, and it's not working. Mm. You know, do you, do you do you have people that think that, or do you? Feel I do yeah. very much, and they go into mindfulness, going, "Well, meditation is going to fix me, yeah, and mindfulness is going to make me happy." And okay, it might. But it'll make you happier, not in the way around you think it will. Yeah. And having that epic surf ain't going to work the way around you think it's going to. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be the actual conditions in the end. It'll be a spontaneous coming together mm-hmm. of your presence, your mood, what food you ate yeah. the previous night, mm-hmm. what the wind does when it switches, what kind of friends you're with. Like, there are so many variables. The bank that mm-hmm. suddenly starts working, mm-hmm. there are so many variables in surfing that to try and control them all, to be able to control your level of yep. experience and enjoy you get from it, mm. it, it becomes you can't. You, you have to let go of expectations. I, I mean, we've, we've had this. Uh, we, we we've had this chat a lot, and uh, you know, and, and I think it's 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 grounded very much in you know, there's that Zen philosophy, you know, this Taoist thing of you know walking this line between order and chaos, and and getting to know yourself and creating space between your thoughts and getting out of this concept of time. You know, so if you give yourself space from your thoughts in a place that's kind of timeless you start to enter a, a kind of place where you can start to look at yourself a little bit more and realize what you need to work on mm-hmm. uh, if that doesn't sound too deep because we put out something ages ago which was a slight um take on a, a quote uh by was it john kabat-zinn who who was a sort of maybe the father of mindfulness and said something like wherever you go there you are mm-hmm. and so we yeah. said something around well wherever you surf there you are. So yeah. the idea that going somewhere or doing something is going to fix fix you, yeah, is, I'll, I'll be happier if I'm surfing in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 the work on is like internal first, but absolutely, there are tools around that. Certainly, from a personal perspective, as a, as an amateur at sort of mindfulness, in, from from my point of view, learning these things. But surf is a great way of helping you, as we said at the beginning, mm. access some of the cheats around because yeah. it puts you in that place that. 
gives you space between your thoughts if you mm-hmm. and and it, and it becomes timeless so it it teaches you how to create that space yeah. well, that's kind of perfect then yeah. really because the series of podcasts that we're doing at the moment is about lifestyle yeah and that's exactly you need it's not just one thing that makes you mindful you need everything like you said you know your, your fitness level you know what you've eaten the day before all that because everything it's yeah. not just you can let everything else go to shit but go surfing and you're going to be fine. It's everything. The, yeah. the whole lifestyle. It needs to be a, a well-rounded, balanced, healthy lifestyle to get towards mindfulness and being a more mindful person. And in general, like what you're all searching for is to be happy. And like you said earlier, and calm. Yeah. yeah. So or, or happier, as yeah. we would say, calmer. You know, there yeah, is. Yeah. No, I think that there, I don't think that there is a destination. Almost. Yeah. That's what we mm. fool ourselves. That's mindfulness as well. Is that it's it's just in the. There is no getting there, but it's in the taking every step every day. That's the that's the yeah. sweet spot. Well, the, the, the question I've, I've sort of posed to people for a number of years doing the coaching videos I've done of, is, is, you know, rather than ask, what can I do to be and become happy? Ask, what can I do right now to be a little bit happier? Mm. Yeah. Because there's an ebb and flow to emotion all day long. You know, there's never one emotion. It changes all the time. So, you know being able to then be present with that is to be present with this emotion emotion means energy in motion it's always moving yeah. so no matter what emotion you're having it's always moving mm-hmm. but we don't allow emotions to move we don't allow them to pass because we use distractions mm. to not feel them except the only thing a, an emotion wants to do is be felt that's mm. the definition of a feeling um, and so when we allow it to be felt and allow ourselves to be human that is a mindfulness practice because we're bringing our mind attention to the emotion, not judging ourselves for having it. Mm-hmm. And because we do that, we notice that, oh my God, wow, this mm. is, it's, it's already passing. Like, and it's only like mm. one minute or even 30 seconds or two minutes. Or, and, and I sometimes have that depressed feeling for like the whole afternoon. And mm. so it's, it, it's being able to move with that ebb and flow and, yeah. and not try and aim at happy. Yeah. The quote-unquote happy... And happy life mm. is a crock of shit. Well, it's also linked There's to... There's no such thing. I don't know if you've read the book Barbarian Days. No. Uh, it's a great surf... It's surf and travel, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's by a guy called William Finnegan. And he, he sort of wrote about his surfing life through the 60s, 70s, 80s. And he's, he's still a lot, He's still with us. He's, he's, he's not an old, too old guy. He, was a, he became a, like a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. And one of the things that, when I read that book, really resonated with me, and it, it's like surfers have this. He, he, he says, surfers have a perfection fetish. Yeah. We're looking for perfection in everything. The perfect wave, the perfect conditions, the perfect board, you know. And perfect doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, but we kind of, we're searching for it. And it's a continual search. And so as soon as you start to kind of apply those lessons to life that, you know, like, like the tide, it goes up and down and like the conditions, they can be flat and then they can be pumping. And yeah. if, you, if you get used to that idea that things change, things pass and there is no perfect, then I think you're on a good, you're already in a good place. Is mm. there, is there, I know we've referenced a lot, like a lot of yeah. mindfulness seems to come back to like Zen Buddhism stuff. Yeah. Is there a, a big difference between the two or is mindfulness taken from zen buddhism do you know what i'm trying to get out there because there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of it's references in it but also you can reference a lot of a lot of zen quotes you can also reference to surfing and you can change them slightly and fit them into surfing exactly and what i'm trying to get at is that mindfulness is that taken like sort of taking the best bits of 
Zen Buddhism, basically, and gone, actually, we can use these bits in our normal life and get on with it. Yeah. No, <laughs> it reckon. is. It is. I mean, in, in, in Buddhism, it's about non-judgment. Yeah. And so if you don't judge yourself for having that thought about that thing or judge yourself for falling off the wave when you should have made the cutback mm. or judge yourself for, for well... <laughs> judging someone else in yeah, the ocean because yeah, yeah. they're carrying a big surfboard and they look like they're wearing a shit wetsuit. <laughs> um, like <laughs> you're really serious, then. <laughs> like you've done that. <laughs> so, so listen. Like, naming rem- no rem- names. Remember, you're a yeah. He's pointing at me, nearly then. <laughs> naming no names. That's so weird. You mentioned big surfboards all the way down. <laughs> yeah. We listen, but it's just that you know, it's this thing where people kind of then go, um, oh, oh shit, I'm a, I'm a bad human for doing that that's not what what do you you have an ego you're gonna you're gonna think separating thought you're gonna think mm. thoughts of separation superiority because you have an ego there's no avoiding that it's impossible so with with buddhism what buddhism uh, is all about is the non-judgment of all things mm. and the and therefore in essence have a life where you 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 um practice being your essence, as in being who you really are, the diamond within, yeah. the, the the eternal being, who who is who is the person who is truly seeing everything, hearing everything, observing everything, and not this kind of chat 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 ego yeah. that that loves nothing more than to feel either or or, or think either in, inferiority thoughts like oh I'm not good enough or superiority thoughts like oh I'm better than other people. It's yeah. it's ignoring the whole damn thing and mm. and and cultivating a practice of. Whoa! Who is, who is, the person, seeing that thought? So, you have that moment in meditation. Is people who are listening to this right now that if they're avid meditators, they'll know what I'm talking about. But people who aren't, they might be there listening to this now, going, "The fuck is he on about?" Mm. But when you have a moment like the moment you had, dude, mm. and you were talking about seeing that unbelievable view, yeah. And all those moments we've had when we've been on a wave and it's everything stood still. There's moments where it's those special, special moments when we're free from mind. And when you're totally free from mind, you're in a higher state of consciousness where you really, truly, innately understand exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And it is by definition of knowing who you are that you know who you are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's, and it's yeah. that person who judges. That person judges yourself. It's that person who gets like pissy about the stupidest little things around surf. And that's around. where it goes back to surf. It's good vibrations, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. To be cheesy about it, that's no, what it no, is. It's it. true, though. Yeah. Isn't that it? is it's it. True. Yeah. And it's it's the the, the thing about the, the the Zen. You know, I'm not a uh, a kind of expert on Zen Buddhism or you know Taoism and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of things that can teach you. And one thing that I really helped my surfing was I think it was a quote from there that said. If you like the stone, you know, and you're impervious to criticism mm. and praise, because there was a time <laughs> when I'd get a wave and I'd suddenly think I was sort of Kelly Slater, you know, and going, whoa, did you see that? Did you see that? And then I f- have a shit wave and uh, that I kind of come off and, and then I'm beating myself up for weeks yeah. on end. Like, like well, you I, would, did, yeah. Pete, I you know. saw that one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and isn't it funny how it's your mates that see the crap wave? That you <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, think, I think mindfulness and like Buddhism and all of that side of, thi- of things I could just carry on talking about for hours and hours and hours mm. and I can see 
why you've done a podcast just from talking to you for what is it 50 minutes now of why you've done a podcast together and how your thoughts are coming out mm. and how it's becoming what it is yeah. oh and happy birthday by the way yeah we are year oh, year yeah. in Absolutely. i think it is is that is it That's the 19th or something wasn't it is that yeah, a couple of days a couple of days wow there you go yeah, a couple of days yeah, yeah. Well, we really freaked ourselves out on the maths because i said to well we got like episode 54 or something and I'm sure it should be 52 if we, but we, we we dropped like three I think at the beginning didn't we or so four in the beginning and so therefore we, 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 did. we, we had to catch up yeah. 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 so yeah thank you very much and, yeah. and back, back at you thank you very yeah, much yeah thank yeah. you very much it's yeah, a pleasure so to meet you well actually yeah. you're yeah, much better well, looking in the flesh than you are on that old Instagram well, face <laughs> says that to yeah. me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, you're, and I'm actually going to stand up I'm going to keep the microphone on you, I'm going to stand up. You're like a, a, yeah, sort of, I don't want to take this the wrong way, but a very sort of amiable Simon Pegg and Nick Frosty. Have you ever heard that before? <laughs> uh, sort of, uh, a be- like the Hollywood versions of those I, two guys. I, I'll, I'll take that. With yeah. A, yeah. In space. <laughs> with <laughs> a pinch of chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not, Nick, not Nick Frost as he is today, obviously. Oh, right. I'm not casting aspersions on your... Uh, my, my Adonis for this. Y- yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, so we'll wrap it up there because my yes. bum's gone numb yeah, sat on these so pebble if bum. You wanna, <laughs> yeah, if you want to tell everybody where they can find you online and uh, well, you where check, to look for you. Check us out at The Mindful Surfer on Instagram or go to The Mindful Surfer podcast on all of the usual channels and your smart speaker as well, I believe. Yeah, oh, And you yeah. release every Friday, every week, is that right? Every week, Friday. Every week, Friday, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Which is the Thanks worst thing for having us on, guys. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for having us. Honestly, it's been, it's been so much fun. It's, yeah. it's been a pleasure. I'm now busting for the loo and I can't <laughs> wait to yeah. run up the stones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. We had a really nice evening down there. Yeah. <laughs> F- fish, and, fish and chips on the beach afterwards. Oh, lovely, lovely evening, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, they were really great. I just, it was a real, like, like you said before, we've been chatting to them. They started about the same time as us yeah. and we've been chatting to them all the way through like the whole time we've done this podcast and they're just really nice guys, really down to earth and I can't wait to go for a surf of them at some point. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like some of the things, some of the questions I had that I didn't ask, which I said before were like more like statements and there was something I was looking at, which is like a state of mind, which you can change a lot of th- i think mindfulness is the type of thing as i was saying that you can change a lot of things take them from zen and buddhism and change them slightly and make them about mindfulness and, mm. and thought provoking and one of the ones i was going to ask but i didn't ask it because it's more of a statement is imagine imagine you dropped in on a wave and a bit of driftwood came up and smacked your board and put a massive ding in your board and your mindset would be like oh for god's sake you know it yeah. happened, it's something. Now imagine the same scenario, you drop in on a wave and I drop in on you and put a massive ding in your board. There'd be a massive <laughs> ding in your head. <laughs> exactly. And this this was the statement sort of side of it, is where does that where does that thought change, you know? Mm. Just because someone's done something, by, it could have been a total accident. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. If I'm dropping on, on you, it probably wouldn't be an accident. <laughs> but, no. you know, and where does your mindset change? Mm. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I see what you mean. It's difficult to phrase. Yeah, it. to phrase this question. Mm. And I, I, I had a few like that, which are more like statements. As it's, as I say, it's something I've looked into a lot. Not so much the mindfulness side of it, but I've looked into more of like the mm. Zen Buddhism side of it. I really like that. Well, the kind of, I suppose, um, the mindfulness is maybe the Westerner kind of take on Zen Buddhism. Yeah, maybe it's a, you know just kind of. Uh, like decoding it for us so we can understand maybe yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think the, the, the Dalai Lama said something which was, um, "Don't take what you've learned from Buddhism to make yourself a better Buddhist. Take what you learn from Buddhism to make yourself a better whatever you are." Yeah, that's good. Cool, and yeah, it's, there's there's things like that which. Mm. I, just, I really like the sayings. I don't do anything with them. I just really like them, you know? Yeah. You just post them on Instagram every now and then. <laughs> well, why not? But yeah, that was brilliant. We we really appreciate those guys for taking the time out to talk I, to us. Sorry, there, there's a few other things that they said, which um, I really liked. So when uh, Liam said about being a surfer as like a, a cheat code, yeah, uh, as like, like a backdoor into mindfulness, just because of how lucky we are to be like in nature and you know, in the sea, which is just kind of calm in any way, and, and you need to engage. Uh, and then I think um, Will went on to say, which I found really interesting when he said, like, that kind of flow state is when you have, it matches your ability. Um, I can't remember the actual words he said, but your ability matches how difficult the activity is. Yeah. So if one of those go out of balance, like, you know, you're, it's too difficult, then, and you can't for your ability then you can't do it and you lose a flow state or equally if it's too easy yeah. and your ability is higher then you go out of flow state but they need to balance up and I thought that was really yeah. interesting as well I think that with surfing I know we've got a lot of people that listen to this that don't surf the people out there that don't surf and do listen what's wrong with you get on a surfboard <laughs> um, they you know you have that it's that thing we've always tried to explain that that moment that you get surfing of being on a wave and surfing a wave because when you're surfing your actual surfing you're doing is probably only 10 percent of the time you're yeah not even that really the time you're actually riding a wave Mm. the majority of the time i think we posted something like ages and ages ago which was you know surfing can be taken very much like life you know it's a constant struggle and paddle yeah to get where you want to be yeah only to end up where you started <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you ride it back yeah, in again you yeah. ride it back in but you know that thing we try and explain is that feeling of you're on the wave and you can't think about anything else it's not mm. the way i think we've tried to explain it before is like everything falls away everything doesn't fall away in that way everything falls away because you can't think of anything else because your whole concentration mm has got to be on what that wave mm. is doing because the wave can do something different at any moment yeah, with yeah. no warning and mm. you've got to react to that mm. and yeah. so know. it's kind of like a like a forced escapism in a way like yeah. it's making you concentrate yeah. and it's yeah. making you lose mm. so all your worries all your troubles they mm. do disappear when you're riding that wave equally like we said on that and they said, you know, you can take those bad attitude and your bad feelings into the water with you and have a really bad surf, yeah, yeah. which well, I've definitely done know, lately. Yeah, we yeah. definitely know that happens. Yeah, I have done that many times. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was great to speak to those guys. And I don't know where you went on that story. In there, Do you know what? I can't even remember saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, after, after I said it and everyone was like, what just happened? You know what I mean? I'm like, what? what, what where, did, where did I go? I've Who's had to, talking? I've then? had to edit that because there was like... 30 seconds of silence <laughs> just sat there looking at you like I don't know I honestly oh. don't know what happened and I can't even remember what I said yeah well when you listen to this back you'll go oh that's what I said yeah did I say that that wouldn't be <laughs> but yeah brilliant thanks again guys that was uh, really great and really good, great to speak to those guys yeah looking forward to a surf soon yeah so don't forget use those two new codes we've got the one for North Core and the one for the Log Fin Co and they will get you 10 and 15% off And we will see you next time with Body, and we are speaking to... We're speaking to Ollie from the Surf Fit Academy. Yeah, see you later. Oh, bye. (laughs) 